0: Hey there, how are you? I hope you are having an amazing day or evening, depending of course when you are here. Today we are going to be talking about references, so stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related, I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, my background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in, and this is a great time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. Alright, getting on into it here. References are interesting because you're gonna find a lot of companies will ask for references and then you're gonna find most don't, right? So while there's a ton of companies out there, which is why I say a lot, most companies aren't gonna ask for references. At the end of the day, if we are interviewing for a job and someone asks us for our references, we're not going to give them names and numbers of people who are gonna say shitty things about us, right? Like, we're gonna give them names of people who are gonna say great things. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, there is uh, some good talking points we can discuss regarding references, uh, since it does still occur in which it's going to be requested of you. And This question came about from someone who was working for the same company for a long time. I believe it was like 10 plus years, and they didn't want to give their current supervisor understandably, as I don't think it's in good form to do so unless there's a particular situation where it makes sense. And that's like a thousand percent acceptable, right? To not want to give your current supervisor as a reference. It puts you in a very vulnerable spot, and it possibly could make that person uncomfortable. The flip side of that is if you're going through a restructure, let's say your company is going through a restructure or a mass layoff, you have like a 90 day notice. You and your manager have a great relationship. And that person's like, Hey, by the way, as you're out there looking, if you need a reference, I'm happy to be a reference for you in the contracting world. That's also really common. Like, Hey, we know your contract's coming up in the next, you know, two months while you're looking, f- you know, for the next role. Uh, happy to be. Uh, A reference for you if someone asks for that. So, that I would say is more common, especially if you're on good terms with that particular leader. Uh, However, if they don't know that you're looking, you probably definitely don't. I don't want to say definitely, but probably more than likely are not going to want to list them as reference. So, for this particular situation, uh, we have a few different options. So, one, could your colleague be a reference, right? There is generally you're going to be working with people side by side and then you're going to be reporting into people. So is there someone who is a colleague of yours that could be a reference for you? Uh, number two, is there a previous manager within the same company that you would feel comfortable uh, offering as reference? So maybe the last two years of the 10 that you've worked with this company, you report into, uh, manager one. And, you know, when you first started, you had a really great relationship with manager, you know, ABC. And since then, maybe they've moved on to another company. They don't even work for that same company anymore. However, they would be willing to be a reference for you and that's someone that you would trust to have that conversation with. Number three, maybe there's a previous manager with other companies, even though it is you know maybe 10 years back, uh, more than likely, not always, more than likely you've worked for more than one organization. Number four, is there any sort of volunteering that you do? And if so, is the leader of that organization someone who can be a reference for you? And then number five in this Again, specific to this particular situation, I would be just really honest about the situation with either the hiring manager or the recruiter at the new company that you're looking to go to and just say, Hey, I'm really excited about this opportunity, more than happy to give you references. My situation's a little unique. I've worked for this company for 10 years. If I have a volunteer reference for you, is that acceptable? If I give you a colleague, is that acceptable? If I give you, you know, maybe one of my first managers I had with this company or I the company I worked for twelve years ago. That person is willing to be a reference. So, giving them different options of who that person could be, because uh, oftentimes people are going to want references from the people who you report into. So, giving them, if that is not an option for you, which is again totally understandable, not a bad thing. Do not think this loses you points, so to speak, <laughs> with this new company. Uh, that's not at all the situation. All right, let's get into some general tips on references. So, I have 13 tips for you guys. So, number one, as a recruiter, I always like to have three to five references available. And as a candidate, I also like to have three to five references available to provide. So generally speaking, maybe one or two of those is going to be a colleague, uh, just because I do think if a hiring manager or someone in the HR team wants that perspective, I think it's good to offer it. But more often than not, the people I'm providing are going to be people I reported into or people who were second level leadership, right? So maybe I reported into someone who uh, is no longer with the organization, however, that that person reported into a senior leader and I've worked with that person and they're willing to be a reference. So meet one, maybe two colleagues. And then I would say three to four people are either uh, current or previous uh, managers that you've reported into. Again, previous or current, depending very much so on your situation, Uh, which leads really well into number two, right? Having a fur shirt, at least one of those references being a prior manager that you've reported into, uh, meaning like they have done your performance reviews. They are the ones who you go to when you need. Your advice, right? So, uh, from an HR perspective, you report into them on like an org chart. That's what I mean by that, by the way, in case that's not clear. And, but again, ideally it's a lot more than that, but like bare minimum, you have to have someone from a leadership perspective. Number three on all of these one and two kind of tie into number three as well. It's okay to have colleagues or peers as your references past or present. So I think that's a good distinction as well it doesn't have to be someone you currently work with because that could also put you in an awkward position. And then I'll say who it should not be is friends and family. I know sometimes friends and family make the list under uh, possibly different titles. (laughs) However, you should not be listing your friends and family as your professional references. Number four, like I said, you definitely can include volunteering experience or even academic work. If you had an advisor for the four years you were in school or the two years you were in school, or maybe it was through a master's program or a specialty program, whatever it might be, if there is an academic level reference that makes sense and is applicable to the roles you're applying for, definitely feel free to include that as well. Number five, make sure that whoever you're listing on your references or providing as your references, they are people who can speak. Speak to your work. One of like the worst things that can happen is if someone's like, "Hey, Steph, can we check references on this person?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." And so I request the references because it's usually not something people even care about. And I call them or email them or you know however we're able to get the reference check done. And they're like, "Oh, well, I guess I wasn't really cl- that close. Like we didn't work that close in proximity, uh, so I'm I can't really answer that for certain." It's like, then why the? F- like, are you a reference? You know, like the point is that they're going to ask that person about your work, probably how you work with others and strengths and weaknesses, you know, kind of kind of the basic stuff. But if they can't speak to your work, it's like, then why, why, why? Just why, why? Why are you a person I'm not talking to? (laughs) All right, number six, I would also include, again, streamline it, make it easy, the best contact method and up-to-date information. So some people may only want to provide an email address and that is perfectly acceptable. If for whatever reason, when the people want to do a reference check, they need to do it over the phone and your person only wants to give an email and just say, hey, great, here's their email. They're happy to schedule a time. To talk with you via email, right? So make sure you include, you know, preferred method and then up to date contact information for that person to then, of course, utilize that preferred method. You definitely don't want your references to be checked and then the email to bounce back, right? Like, oh, undeliverable. It's like, okay, that like what, you know, number seven references are not on your resume. <laughs> and they are not listed or referred on your resume as references available upon request. Like, no, just don't put anything about your references on your resume. If someone wants it, they'll ask, I promise you. Otherwise, it's just unnecessary clutter. Number eight, be very transparent and share relevant information. You want to make sure, I mean, if you've been here for a minute, you know, my thing is transparency and honesty. It's like my thing in life, not even just at work. It's really important to me when you're talking to people, especially interviewing, you want to make sure that you are being honest and transparent and providing relevant information. And what what I mean by that is, okay, if reference ABC, they're going to be able to speak to this project that we talked about in my first interview about yada, 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 right? On number nine, pick references that can help you get this job, not a job. But this job. So if this job that you want is going to be coding a fancy new e-commerce website and that's what you're going to be working on and you've done that before, but then you've also built like a database, you've coded for like a database and the reference you have is going to be able to speak to your database skills. Well, it's applicable, right? You, it's coding. It's still like developing software. However, at the end of the day, this job is going to be about e-commerce websites. So You want to get a reference from people who are going to be able to speak to your awesome work experience doing the thing that the company needs someone to be hired for. Number 10, get their permission first. I will tell you, it is incredibly awkward to call someone be like, hey, so-and-so listed you as a reference. It's incredibly awkward to call someone and be like, hey, my name is Stephanie calling from so-and-so company. Uh, we've been interviewing and speaking with so-and-so and they listed you as a reference. Do you have a couple of minutes? And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh, awkward. I'm like, yeah, so they've been interviewing with us and you work together. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we worked together like three years ago. I'm like, Cool. Can you be their reference? Like it's so uncomfortable because it's like we as recruiters or hiring managers or the company that wants to hire you as a candidate, we shouldn't be asking permission of your contacts to be the reference. So just make sure that you uh, get their permission before you list them, uh, which leads really well into number 11. Make sure that you call, email, text, whatever it might be ahead of time. Be like, hey, I know we talked about this because sometimes it's like, maybe it's a previous contact like, hey, I know. We We've talked about this in the past, but just wanted to give you a heads up. I was asked for references. Are you okay if I list you? Or if, like, you know, 1000% they're okay with it, like, hey, FYI, like, I put you down as a reference uh, because maybe you asked them last month, right? Because you had an interview for another job. But make sure they have a heads up. Ideally, a call. Oh, it doesn't even have to be a call. Call, email, text. Unless there's something in particular you want them to talk about, then I think that might be an easier conversation over the phone. Number 12, share your LinkedIn or resume with that person who's going to be your reference if it's been a minute, right? So like if you worked with someone five years ago, really, really solid relationship, you worked on amazing projects with that person, they're going to be a solid reference for you, right? However, it could be helpful for them to have your resume and or LinkedIn profile, assuming your LinkedIn profile matches your resume, (laughs) just a whole different podcast episode, but it could be helpful for them and also some context, right, about what the role is and and uh, what they want of the person they're trying to hire. The more information you can give them, the better they can prepare to have a meaningful conversation that will help you land the position. And number 13, thank them and then also ask them for their feedback if you are able to. So what I mean by that is, of course, you want to thank them and then maybe they send you a text or something like, hey, just got out the phone with so-and-so. I think it went well. Like, oh, awesome. Like, was there anything in particular that they asked you or is there any insights that you could gather from the conversation, right? Because oftentimes, like uh, a conversation could go like, oh yeah, we're looking for you know so-and-so candidate to do this particular project for us once they come on board, right? There are ways that things are phrased where people uh, kind of can tell where the conversation is going and have a general idea. And you don't want to like, hey, what assumptions have you made, right? But it's just like, hey, what was your feedback? What are your thoughts? All right. I hope this was helpful. Like I said, I don't want people to stress out about references. I don't want you to stress out about anything career related, which is why I have the podcast, right? But I definitely don't want you to stress out about references. When I tell you most companies don't do them, I am legit when I say that. I think in the last five years, I don't think one person has asked for references. No, that's a lie. One hiring manager did. However, it was company policy that we didn't check them. Here's why. Because in recruiting, if you are recruiting for a Large company, it is important from a regulation, rules, laws, compliance, all those fun words nobody likes to talk about. There's like four different things running through my mind right now that an interview process for one person is the same interview process someone else is also going to experience. So you want to make sure like, okay, my interview process is an application, a phone interview, and then a phone interview with the hiring manager, and then one face-to-face interview where I meet with four people. And then it's a decision. And then it's an offer. Then it's a background check. So if everyone goes through that, and then person number 782 that we hire, we also checked references. And then it's like, okay, well, what was different about 782? And I'm not even going to attempt to answer the possibilities with that. And so the Questions raised. Why was that person treated different? And if you have a set process that you don't deviate from, you'd be like they weren't, you know what I mean? Like from an HR perspective, like that's the why behind it. If you don't do it always, you also shouldn't do it one off. So when I say don't stress about it, that's what I mean is. I haven't done them in the last five years and probably longer, but I can say definitively in the last five years, haven't been done. I would say in my entire recruiting career, maybe 10 times I've checked references and I've hired thousands of candidates. So yeah, don't stress about it, but it comes up, which is why we talk about it. So anyway, if you have a topic or question you want me to cover, something you're curious about, reach out, let me know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be here and listen to the show. I really appreciate it. If you want to uh, support the show, we have a few ways. One, just listening it supports the show, and then PayPal and Anchor if you want to make a donation. All the links, of course, are below. Uh, If you're enjoying the show, please take a quick minute. Rating or review really helps. I love reading them. They're very entertaining to me. You can find me on the socials, Instagram, TikTok, StephDennis13, and over on Instagram, Kurt Talk Podcast as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so awesome, so amazing. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.